1: This is that time of the week when we do a feature called TOS on TBS. The TOS stands for Time Out Soul, a magazine full of ideas for spending free time creatively. One of the editors of the magazine, Hana Yoon, is with me in the studio now. Hey, Hana. Hi, Kurt. All right, so we're, we're talking museums today. Right. Sometimes people's eyes kind of uh, glaze over when you say museums occasionally, <laughs> but these are museums that are kind of unique and mm-hmm. have a, a, a certain appeal, I think. Right. Um, are you a museum person? I'd like to make it to more museums uh-huh. than I mm-hmm. do. Um but uh museums kinda they're always there. <laughs> and so you figure uh But so I'll are mountains and
0: you like hiking. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's true. <laughs> um I, I, museums are good mm-hmm. on, like, weekdays or something mm-hmm. when it's calm. Right. When, you know, you have mm-hmm. uh, 50 kids climbing on top of your mm-hmm. head, it's a little uh, right. it's a little right. different. But that's not necessarily the case with all of these museums that we're going to talk about, right?
0: Right. And I think, um, you know, if you've been in Seoul for a while, you've been to most of the major museums. And like you were saying, they get super crowded on weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially if there's a popular exhibition. Like, I remember the Tim Burton exhibition. Yeah. Oh, God, the line for that was, like, an hour to get in, and yeah. then they rushed you through the whole thing, so you were looking at it for, like, half an hour.
1: Yeah, and when, whenever there's multimedia <laughs> material, like, uh, they have a little theater room where, mm-hmm. where they show something, it's hard to hear because mm-hmm. there's so much ambient noise. Right. But that notwithstanding, uh, a museum can be a really uh, worthwhile experience. Yeah, we're- yeah, uh, are you a museum person?
0: Oh, you know I, you know how I hate like mountains and doing active things. <laughs> <laughs> like instead of that, I really like going to mountains. I'm going mu- to museums. museums, right? Okay, so mm-hmm. you
1: are a museum person. You like I am a of museum of person. Stroll around mm-hmm. and check everything out.
0: All right. One of my favorite classes in college actually was museums and anthropology. And for this class, uh, because at that time I lived in New York, uh, we went to two museums a week. And um it was it was one of the greatest classes I've ever taken.
1: Really? hmm Anthropology and museums. Yeah,
0: I think it was a little bit uh, unique. It was a very new subject at the time, but it was really fun. And so um I think you know, during my college years in New York, I really loved going to museums all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right, though. In Korea, they do get really packed. Um, but, you know, I think that's not the case for these smaller museums that we're going to talk about mm. today. And I think kind of the plus side of going to a smaller museum is that it's less crowded. Mm -hmm. But I think uh, the negative side is that it costs a little bit more for a space that's smaller. So if you're looking to fill your day, it might not be this kind of thing that you're looking for. But if you're into a very niche sort of thing, Mm -hmm. you know... um, this might be the place to go. Niche museums. Right. Um, and the first one that we're going to talk about today is the Toy Kino Museum. Have you heard of that one? I have not. Uh, this has over 30,000 toys and figures. And um, you'll find all the classic characters like Mickey Mouse, Superman, Batman, SpongeBob. Uh, and, you know, nowadays the big thing is Star Wars.
1: And two Decades ago, or so, the big thing <laughs> was Star Wars as well. When I was a kid, I had all the Star Wars figures.
0: Oh, really? Um, you know, my friend was just telling me that he also has, still has all the Star Wars figures. Yeah. And that was the worst investment to make because everyone thought you could buy these figures and sell them off in 30 years. Yeah, yeah. And then so there's too many of them, so actually the price has depreciated. Really? Mm-hmm. I guess
1: if you've left them perfectly in the package and all of that stuff, maybe they've appreciated a little bit. Oh, really? I I don't know.
0: Well, at this museum, this is a place to find all all the, like, small characters whose names I don't even know because I just saw Star Wars for the first time last week. Did you?
1: <laughs> the, the, the original one, or?
0: I saw four, five, and six, and then I saw the new one. Awesome. Okay, uh-huh. so you're
1: caught up. Right. You don't really need to see the prequels. <laughs>
0: um, but, yeah, that's what I've been told. Um, you know, I think that's one of their biggest attractions right now is the Star Wars, and a lot of kids go there on field trips as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not very big. It's on the second floor of the Kyonghan. Art Hill, Gyeonghwan Art Hill. I'm always tempted to say Art Hall. Um, so it's only two or three rooms, and they do have a lot of uh, figurines and a lot of little attractions, but it costs 12000 for an adult to get in. So mm. you really have to be into toys and figurines in mm. order to
1: go see this. Yeah, that's a fairly substantial ticket price compared to other museums.
0: Right, and this is on Jeongdong-gil. It's in Insadong area. Uh, you could check out more. You can find out more information at toykino.com. com.
1: Good. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go uh, through some more niche museums.
0: Right, this one is a little bit more adult. Okay. In fact, you, kids can't go there because it's only nineteen plus. Okay. It's the Love Museum. Uh oh. Um, yeah, and it's. Have you ever been to the Trick Eye Museum? No. Okay, so the Trick Eye Museum is they do this thing called trick art, and you stand in front of like. Um, Like a Van Gogh, let's say. Uh, And you're in the picture. So it's great for photo ops. It's great for tourists. Okay. Because, you know, they'll be in front of a Mona Lisa and you get to be in the picture with Mona Lisa, let's say. Uh Uh-huh. But the Love Museum uh, takes on an X-rated version of those kind of photos. Okay. And um, (laughs) just to give you an idea, some of the themes include fun and sexy, femme fatale, erotic garden. Dream house, so maybe not a first date sort of.
1: Place. Yeah, a little intimidating as a first date. Is it really X rated or just kind of R rated? Uh,
0: it's it's R rated, but with a fun twist. Like there are sort of like uh adult images that you can take photos with. Mm. Um, yeah, um, erotic sculptures. You know, it's a little bit like Loveland, but
1: indoors. Loveland down on Jeju Island. Right. Right. Okay.
0: Um, mm, it's not really my cup of tea. Yeah, so I don't think I would. Yeah. I've passed by a few times because I had to go to the Chukai Museum for work. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think the Love Museum is not. I think there are a lot of people that would be into it and think it's funny. Um, maybe it's like, oh, we've dated for a year and it's kind of a fun Let's date to Let's go get do. some ideas. Yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. All right. Um, yeah, that's right in Hongdae. Uh, So, if you've ever been to the Chikai Museum in Hongdae, it's in the same building, but it's a different entrance fee to get in. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah. Um, It's open from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day of the week, and it's 8,001. Okay. So, um, you know, if you're ever bored on a Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. and decide you want to go somewhere with your boyfriend or girlfriend, you know, this might be it.
1: Duly noted. All right. Next up.
0: Uh, The next one is the Simone Handbag Museum.
1: Handbag. Purses.
0: Right. um, You know... Mm, I've never gotten the obsession with handbags. Isn't
1: your, your average department store sort of a handbag museum? To-
0: I guess I guess you could say that, except, you know, most, I guess a lot of people, maybe a lot of women would go to a handbags section and be really tempted. So um, here you can look at handbags and not be tempted at all because either they are too expensive for you mm-hmm. to buy or, you know, they are not really, you can't purchase them. Hmm. Um it's it was previewed by a major network as every boyfriend's nightmare. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So uh
0: boyfriends if you don't want to take your girlfriends and have them be inspired by yeah. this museum, yeah. right? Inspired don't take to them to buy, here. you know,
1: a, a $2000 bag or whatever. I don't even know how much handbags cost. It, I,
0: I think $2000 is maybe a lot of people mm, a lot of people might consider that like an affordable luxury once in a time pack. Yeah. Right. Like you can buy this bag and, you know, uh, a woman might have in mind. I don't know if men buy handbags as much um, and women might have in mind like, oh, I could wear this for the rest of my life. Right. Although it turns into rest of your life, three years.
1: Three. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm stunned by how much women of all income levels here in Korea and possibly in wider Asia spend on handbags. Uh, the first time I asked uh, my you know, I had an intern uh-huh. who had a major, major brand name bag. <laughs> I said, "Gosh, well, what did that cost you?" And and she said, "Oh, uh, you know, a thousand dollars." Right. And I was, oh, my God, that's unbelievable. I know I'm not paying you enough for that.
0: <laughs> well, the estimated total worth of bags here is close to two billion won. So it's won, not dollars. Mm. Uh, but they have 300 bags dating back to from fifteen, the year 1550, up to today. Uh, it was curated by Kenny Park, who is the CEO of Simone Accessories Collection Limited, hmm. and curated by a professor at the London College of Fashion, Judith Clark.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, are these, uh, how far back do these bags go?
0: Uh, back to the year 1550.
1: Back to 1550? People were right. carrying around handbags back then, <laughs> personally? Yeah, I guess so. And um, even the museum itself is ha- shaped like a handbag. The museum, the building? Mm-hmm. The building is shaped like a handbag. Right. <laughs> that alone would be a photo op right, from the right. outside even.
0: Uh, I think it could be kind of a fun little thing to say. You know, how often can you say you've been to a handbag museum? Sure. Right, especially if you're into art or fashion, mm-hmm. it can be something to check out.
1: Okay, and where is it again?
0: Uh, it's in Gangnam, which I think is very appropriate. Sure. Um, And it's, you know, it's only $5,000 to get in, mm-hmm. so it's a little bit more affordable than the other two we just mentioned today.
1: All right. Mm-hmm. You may out- end up on the hook to buy your... Or a significant other bag. I,
0: I doubt it. I mean, I'm more like a 5001 tote bag kind of guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, says the guy who has been carrying the same backpack for like, you know, 10 <laughs> years. Um, next museum.
0: Uh, this one, you know, my co worker talked about this one for a while because she's like, I really want to go to this one. I really want to go to this one. And I couldn't really understand it because it's the Korea Furniture Museum. Mm. And I, I just didn't understand how a furniture museum could be that cool. Okay. Um, but this is apparently where special guests of the 2010 Seoul G20 summit headed to for lunch. Uh. Uh, and even many presidents have had lunch there as well. So it's a pretty popular spot for, um, I guess, kind of elite people that come to Seoul. Hmm.
1: Okay, I think I have an idea where that is. Uh,
0: uh it's in Sangbuk-dong, So I've passed by it several times. It is really beautiful even to look at from the outside. Yeah. Um it was it's actually rumored to be one of the most beautiful museums in Korea. Um and there's a villa that was once part of Changdeokgung, Um and it has more than two thousand five hundred pieces of furniture. And actually they're very uh even when we contact them for photos. They won't give out that many photos of the place. So I'm How very curious about what it's like inside. And going into the museum is just a tour. So tours operate from Monday through Saturday t- once every hour from 2 to 5. So there's one at two, three, four, and 5. Okay. And this one is a bit pricey. It's 20,000 won.
1: 20,000 won just right. to get in the door for well, a one-hour tour.
0: Because it's not really like a tour where, you know, you go in and look at things by yourself uh, it's a guided tour and they have tours uh, in English cha- Japanese and Chinese hmm. yeah and, and in Korean of course naturally yeah so you can look more look for more information on Ko, So Kofum.com
1: Korea furniture museum, I guess. Mm-hmm. Kofum. <laughs> Do right. you
0: think you would be interested in going to a furniture museum?
1: I don't know if I'm twenty thousand one interested. <laughs> but um yeah, I mean to see the venue uh, I think would be would be worth it. Um furniture? I think they
0: should change the title of it, right? Like um Yeah,
1: call it a Heritage Museum or something like that or
0: I guess so. But um, like, I guess I would imagine it's something like going to, okay, not comparable, but something like when you go into Versailles, you see a lot of different pieces of furniture that are related to royalty and things Mm -hmm. like that. So I guess it would have that same kind Mm -hmm. of elite upscale. Recreates
1: that Mm -hmm. bygone era Mm -hmm. kind of Mm -hmm. thing of palace life. Yeah, that I can see. Right. Good. All right. Next museum. Uh, is the Greven Soul Museum? So this one is quite new.
0: Uh, it just opened up last July, uh, and it's a wax museum, um,
1: kind of like a Madame Tussauds, right? Kind of thing. Right.
0: I've been to Madame Tussauds once in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how I feel about. Eh, I'm not a wax museum kind of person mm-hmm. either, um, but I think this museum. The specialty of this museum is that it boasts the most, um, most. The greatest number of waxed Korean figures uh-huh. than any other place well, in the world.
1: As well, it should if it's going to be here in Korea. Right. Yeah, that that's going to be the draw, isn't it? Like who? Who? Who would you see if you went there?
0: Uh, so there's Kim Yona, Bang Moon, just to name a few, um, and of course they have all the kind of standard characters that you see at most wax museums, like Audrey Hepburn, Einstein. Um, yeah, so a lot of different characters are there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think one appeal of it is that it's quite new. Um, it is a little bit pricey like a lot of wax museums are. Um, and I guess this is another great photo
1: op opportunity. Of course, yeah. You can stand next to your favorite Korean celebrities and get your picture. Uh, all right. So if you're not into uh, the graven Seoul Museum, where might we move on to next?
0: <laughs> so this one... Uh, the Lock Museum. I thought this was pretty interesting.
1: Hmm.
0: And, you know, what it reminded me of was uh, King Louis the Sixteenth. Why is that? Uh, because I remember seeing in the Marie Antoinette film that he was always playing with locks. Really? And then I looked it up later and apparently he was obsessed with locks and he was like a very, it was a hobby to make locks for him. Okay. I didn't know that lock making was a hobby. Well,
1: neither did I. I, I, I don't think it is anymore. pick locks as a hobby.
0: Oh, really? No, sure. That's, uh-huh. uh,
1: that's something, there's a whole community based around picking ah. locks.
0: Uh-huh. But
1: uh, making locks, I've never quite heard of that. So how many locks you got in this place?
0: So this place has more than 4,000 locks. Wow. Uh-huh. Um, it was a collection originally by the museum's director General and founded in 2013. Mm-hmm. And you can find everything from traditional Korean locks to uh, locks from Europe and other keys and other key accessories. Good. Um, And, you know, when we were looking at the photos for the lock museum, I was like, this is a lock? It looks like a handbag.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, if you're into locks, uh, there's also like, at all of these museums, there's like cafes and gift shops.
0: Right. right. And I think with a museum like this, you can't, like I was saying before, you can't really think of filling your day at this kind of museum. Mm -hmm. Um, This one is 3001. So, again, when can you say you've been to a lock museum, right? Mm -hmm. Because I don't think I've ever been to, well, I've been into the Chikai Museum, but I, I, I think something such, so niche, I think, would be kind of, would give you some bragging rights. Sure. Right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you're really nerdy about locks, this is mm-hmm. the place to go. And it's, uh, I, I understand it's a little bit more on the cheap side uh, to get in.
0: Right. It's only three thousand one as an adult, and children are only 1,500
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. We've got a uh, few minutes left. Let's uh, kind of plunge through these uh, remaining museums. What's co- What's next?
0: Okay, so this is the last one we're going to talk about in Seoul. And that's the OWL Arts and Crafts Museum. Uh, they It's a tiny space jam-packed with over 2,000 pieces of OWL-themed arts and crafts. Mm,
1: that sounds cool to me, actually.
0: Uh, mm, I don't know. I think it's like you really have to be into OWLs, and mm. I feel like it would creep me out a little bit. <laughs> but if you're into that, that's near Anguk Station, and you can find out more information on owlmuseum.co.kr. Mm. And some of the other ones that I'm going to just talk about briefly are um Outside of Seoul. Uh this one I remember actually when I went to Jeju with my friends. All of them went and I didn't go cuz I'm a hater. Really? <laughs> uh-huh. It's the Nexon Computer Museum. Really? Okay. Um And apparently it's really great because you can go there and you can play video games for hours. Awesome. <laughs>
1: All right. You've got me.
0: Uh, I'm not a big video game person. Uh, I guess when I'm in Jeju, I'd rather go look at nature and things sure. like that. Um, but it has an extremely rare Apple One computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has some of the very first and most influential computer models. Uh, there are a lot of video games that you can play here. Um, it's part um, computer museum, and part of it is an arcade where you can play yourself. So um, I think my friends were saying it's one of—if you listen to my friends, they would say it's one of the best attractions of Jeju Island. Yeah, yeah. I would say mm, that's a pretty big statement.
1: <laughs> that You know, it sounds great to me, especially those archival games and those old computers that, mm-hmm. you know, I, w- were just starting to pop up when I was a kid. It'd be cool to uh, to see those again. Yeah, I would go to that.
0: Yeah, uh, and next time you're in Jeju, it's right in Jeju City. Okay. Uh, so that's uh, you can find out more information at nexoncomputermuseum.org. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one, <laughs> um, if you're animal-friendly, maybe you'll be into this one. It's the pig museum.
1: Pigs, okay.
0: So it's located in the city of Iteon, right? Uh, they f- feature artworks, piggy bings, piggy dolls, and there are actual pigs that you can go play with here. Really? So it's a uh, part museum and part
1: um, petting zoo kind of petting thing. Petting zoo, right. Yeah.
0: Um, they have real piglets jumping hurdles, and they do little tricks for you. Um, And you can feed them as well. Uh, Strangely enough, they also offer a sausage-making program.
1: (laughs) Right after you get done watching them do little tricks, you go in the next room and make sausage.
0: Um, I don't know how comfortable I would be with that. (laughs) Um, They also offer, like, 삼겹살 programs. Really? Uh, I think that is strangely twisted in so many ways. Yeah, yeah. It's Um, some
1: mixed metaphors, isn't
0: it? Right uh you can find out more information on about that one at pigpark.co.kr yeah. okay um the next one was so strange that i decided to do a little bit more reading about it mm-hmm. um this one is in Suwon and it was founded by Shim Te-dok who was the former mayor of Suwon. Uh, I met and... him years
1: ago before oh, he passed did. away. Yeah, we went and did a uh, I did a feature on the toilet house.
0: Oh, oh then you should be the one to tell me about this. Yeah, one. yeah,
1: no, it's great. Uh-huh. It's a house shaped like a toilet. He uh-huh. was he pretty much obsessed with hygiene and toilets and uh, started uh, the Korean World Toilet Association here and um, you know, you can giggle and laugh, but uh, there's so much uh so many problems with hygiene in in developing world uh-huh. that um, a person like that uh, really is necessary. Yeah, the house was shaped like a toilet. The toilet itself was right smack in the middle of the house, uh, with windows. So
0: there's one main toilet.
1: One main toilet, like uh-huh. a super luxurious toilet. You go in, you flick a switch, and all of the clear glass windows go opaque. They oh have my like gosh, a, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. So it was the central focus point of the house, <laughs> the toilet. Everything else sort of was around it. It's called the house is called Heu.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, and
1: if, in fact, uh, that's that's how people can get in touch with uh, that museum, right?
0: Right. Uh, you can look up hey okay. Um I heard it's a very popular spot for um, field trips as
1: well. There you go. Go to the toilet house. Check it out. It's, uh, it's interesting, to say the least. And that's going to bring TOS on TBS to a close today. Hannah we We have to get to this last one, though uh just tell me real quickly, we have one more museum
0: uh This is a Tamsori Gramophone and Edison Science Museum located in Gangneung. Um uh they have um over uh, displays of Edison. They have over 850 inventions of Edison's. Um, they have over 4,500 phonographs, uh, records, books, right? So uh, I think this is one of the largest collections. Uh, this is the largest gramophone museum in the world.
1: Awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. That brings our list to a close. And that will wrap up the segment TOS on TBS. Thanks, Hannah. Thank you. Alright, that's today's Escape Our show is produced by Christina So, GP1, and J Lee are our writers. I'm Kurt Asian. As we leave you, we have a song by Hyunin. He was one of the first really popular Korean singers during the Imperial occupation. This is his 1956 cover of an American song called "In the Shade of the Apple Tree." It was part of a project to resurrect and enhance music from that era, bringing them up to vinyl quality. Let me see if I can pronounce this. Nungum namu miteso by Hyunin. Enjoy.